Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I'm your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is the tank top sage. It's Joshua Gangsta Time Cold. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What's good, Chris? What up, everybody? (laughs) Listening? He's unmuted. Yeah, 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 not this week, not this week. Not this Um, week, Hey, hey. Happy to be here. Same. Uh, Fresh off off, uh, watching the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Eagles. What a game. Uh, I'm not sorry. Well, neither. Fuck yeah. Neither am I. Nick Sirianni thought he was so cool. Oh, my God. Prancing. He was just doing... He was like, yeah, underdogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He thought he was an underdog so oh, much. Yeah. Uh, but he was not. Well, I guess he, he was, in theory. No. No? All right. Fair enough. No. That a better record. <laughs> That's true. Well, anyway, congratulations to the Chiefs, I guess. Uh, Brian's not with us today. Coincidence, My Hero Academia is also not here today. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. That's pretty consistent. Interesting. <laughs> no, uh, but he'll, he'll be back next week for sure. Um, we have a, a really short week. Uh, I don't know what that means for the length of the podcast, because I feel like we always say it's going to be short, but it's uh, it's usually not. But uh, we only have three series today. Uh, we don't. We are down Black Clover. We are down... Uh, uh, my Hero Academia, as you know, and uh, we don't have any monthlies or Chainsaw Man yet. So uh, this week is going to be relatively easy. We're going to just take it easy this week and do these three series and uh, we'll pay for it next week because I believe we have almost everything next week. So, you know, we'll Except have a Hunter rest in peace. Yeah, we won't have Hunter Hunter and Jujutsu Kaisen next week, but we will have monthlies and uh, the rest of the lineup. Uh, I, it looks like, um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into this show. Uh, you could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow me on that, especially because uh, my new project, uh, my new podcast, uh, The Shweekly, is dropping on uh, February twentieth. Uh, it's a comedy podcast scripted I did with my buddy uh, Poopy Rubin. That is his pen name. <laughs> uh, he decided to go by that, but. Uh, <laughs> We, um, we we wrote and, uh, and did this. We started it in April, and it's finally coming out. Last April. And it's uh, finally coming out now. So uh, subs- uh, uh, follow me on uh, Instagram. And you know what? Follow the show's Instagram. It's uh, We already have an Instagram and a Tech Talk. It's at The Shweekly. Um, that's T-H-E-S-C-H-W-E-E-K-L-Y. I think I got that. <laughs> So, LOL. Yeah. Um, uh, I hope you follow it. I hope you like it. Uh, I'm at the stage where I hate it, but that's only because I've been uh, right up close to it for a year. So uh, check it out. And uh, that's it. That's all of the plugs I have. I won't plug the other show too much on here. I just thought I'd let you guys know. 
Um, Josh, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram at New Jump City Josh. That's on Twitter. And the same on YouTube. Oh, yeah. If you see me floating around, I'm going to respond to you. Yeah. Um, Brian, you can find him at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the boy. He's a good boy. Follow him. Uh, and if you uh, like streaming and you like watching people play video games, he uh, plays video games uh, for the general public at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. I believe he plays League of Legends or some shit. I think that's his game right now. Uh, so uh, if you like that, uh, check out his Twitch. Uh, follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram uh, and uh, on TikTok. Why not? Uh, it's on there, too. Uh, if you want to uh, contact us in any way for any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, uh, feedback on the show, anything at all, uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any of that stuff. Or you can comment under the full version of the podcast that we put out or the little highlight breakouts that we uh, cut out for every series that we cover. Uh, let us know what you guys think about the series, what you think about the show. And uh, like Josh said, he, he lurks and he responds. So... Uh, check it out. Uh, and while you're at it, while you're uh, while you're commenting your thoughts and stuff, uh, why don't you give us a subscribe? Subscribe to the show, uh, so you know you get stayed up to date on the video version of the podcast. On top of that, we do the really good chapter of the week poll on YouTube now. Uh, in our community tab, it goes up uh, the Sunday or Monday after the new chapters drop on the Viz website because we are official release boys here. Uh, we. We support our manga cop because, you know, it's a good idea if you can support it. And it's free usually to support. Like the first three chapters or the newest three chapters of every series are available on Jump for free. So uh, it's an easy way to support, I guess. Uh, so that's why we do it that way. Uh, and you can vote for your favorite series on the poll and we'll announce the winner this week. We have a definitive winner this week. So uh, that's good to know. And we'll announce it uh, when we get to that series. Uh, but for now, oh, and if you prefer audio podcasts, of course, goes without saying, we're pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on that shit. Uh, we have a link in the bio to our various podcast pages of the audio version. So uh, if you are so inclined, check those up. I usually have the descriptions, uh, links in the description uh, for easy access. And I think that's it, right? Oh, audio version of the podcast usually goes out faster. That's just another uh, perk to subscribing on any of those. So without further ado, that's it. That's enough uh, self-promotion. Let's get into the show. One Piece. This is we One Piece. You. Ooh, yeah, we did. This is One Piece chapter 1074, uh, MK3. Or I think, is it Mark 5? Mark 3? MK3 is what the title is, literally. We get a cover page update. Uh, <laughs> it's still a, like a flashback to uh, the young days of the Mads experiment group. And I'm only really keeping tabs of this particular title page because I feel like it's really going to tie into uh, what's happening currently. I feel like we've never had a title page that ran so concurrently with what's going on right now. Or yeah. was so relevant well, to what's happening right now. Uh, so I feel like something's going to spring from this. Because we've already learned a couple things from this uh, going forward. 
I like to note here that it's basically like a queen, a young queen, Caesar clown, and uh, Vince Smoke Judge, uh, all fighting in a perpetual war to be number two because they know they can't even remotely compete with Vegapunk. That's a lost cause. He's number one, undisputed. Uh, so it's very. I, I like to note how like much. I don't know why, but I I really feel like this is the most like Sanji Judge has ever looked. In this little panel here, but maybe that's just me. I just see Sanji in that moment, but that's all I gotta say about that. It's a little bit, a little bit. I, I I just saw like a vision of Sanji. Um, we start the chapter in the Fabrio phase of the uh, egg of uh, the island of Egghead, uh, which is kind of the lower level of the island. There's the uh, Fabrio phase and the Labo phase, where all of the Straw Hats are currently hiding at. Um, the government agents that have invaded Egghead are now contending with, uh, another, a new form of the, uh, PX1s known as the PX3s. Uh, and these seem to be super duper advanced versions of the PX1s that basically decimated pre-time skip, uh, Straw Hat Pirates. So. Duper duper. Super duper. Um. Okay. Someone tries to shoot them with a cannon, but they're blocked with these strange bubble powers. And uh, I saw that, and, and, you know, they mentioned they were, like, powers. They say it's a bubble uh, shield. Oh, it's Vegapunk's invention. So that, mm. that puts a dash on, like, my little mini theory that I was thinking of, but I knew it wasn't possible. I was like, do they have, like, the soap soap root powers? Because, like, oh, it was, like, bubbles. Oh, wow, that would have been crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, it's... Uh, Apparently, at some point, uh, Vegapunk invented a bubble shield, uh, which is, I guess, the strongest shield in the verse currently, outside of Bartholomew's uh, barrier barrier fruit. Mm. But in any case, these regular ass government agents are having, um, uh, safe to say, a struggle with the PX3s. Uh, they're not doing great. And they're like, who's even fucking pacifistas can't act on their own. Who's, who's giving it orders. And, uh, we discovered that, uh, Sentumaru survived his attack, uh, saying, uh, making the rule known that if you don't see a one piece character confirmed dead, he's alive. <laughs> they're alive. You know, uh, Sentumaru made it just barely. And he's basically commanding, uh, the PX threes. And he, in this moment, he's just like re, like putting it all together. He can't get in touch with Vegapunk because it seems like uh, the government is now uh, looping the transmissions that are uh, not allowing them to communicate with each other and getting updates from Vegapunk and so on and so forth. So Sentomaru takes it upon himself to activate all 50 of the remaining Pacifista MK3s and uh, just deploying them to help out the Straw Hats. Um I, I do want to take a moment to comment that Sentomaru, I never thought I'd like him because I thought he was like a huge stickler for the government, but he's really yeah. coming through for Vegapunk right now. I really, uh, I really respect that in a way. I was like, oh, all right. I see it. It's not, not too much hesitation. Either, no, you know, very little. He's just like, well, I guess that's what it is. Fuck the government. <laughs> and, uh -huh. and I'm like, good for you, man. I'm around with my friend that actually saved my life. Yeah. Good for him, man. Oh, good call. Good call. Yeah. So he co he commands the PX3s uh, to make sure that the Straw Hats and Vegapunk get off the island successfully. 
Uh, speaking of which, we cut back to the Labo phase where Luffy has realized that Bonnie and uh, Vegapunk are missing. Uh, the the hover boots that Luffy is currently wearing have run out of gas or they broke. So Luffy's just been running around all over the Labo face and has uh, worn himself out, basically. So they're like, oh, my God, what happened to her? What, where'd they go? Are they missing? And uh, uh, Shock is just like, Bonnie? Oh, Bonnie's here. He was like, wait, what? You can, you can see her. She's right there on the monitor. He's like, mention that. He's like, she's been here the whole time. He's like, I've been looking for them. Um, at that point, that's when uh, Stussy, Zoro, and Brooke make it to the Labo phase in their uh, decked out egghead uh, character designs. Um, and basically, Shaka lays out the situation for them right now. Uh, although they know where Bonnie is, uh, the f- the main body of the Vegapunks is missing currently. Uh, and the other one, the other uh, new piece of news since the last chapter is that they've lost control over the Frontier Dome. So that big uh, laser shield that they had that kept Kaku out is now applied to them as well. And they can't get out because of that shield. So they have to figure out what's going on right now. The first things first, they have to find the Stella and Shaka is going to find a way to repair the dome and regain control. Um Frankie is just like, well, what's the point of looking for Vegapunk if your all-seeing monitors don't see them? And uh, Shaka points out, is like, normally I would have a full view of everything in the lab, but uh, some of the cam snails that are around have either lost conscious or have left their station as uh, as a result of the Seraphim causing damage to them earlier. So, you know, he, he has the other satellites uh, running around the lab looking for him. And, uh, you know, that's that Pythagoras, for example, is currently looking on the third floor as he reports in that there uh, there's no sign of Vegapunk on the third floor. And uh, at that point, that's when Nami uh, breaks off and is like, all right, let's go find him, I guess. I mean, we can't leave without him. Um, I think it's implied that she takes Brooke and Jimbei. Um, Stussy also uh, decides to break off and uh, look for uh, Vegapunk, to which Sanji immediately follows her, of course. Um, Zoro is just like, I guess I'll look for her too. <laughs> to which the Straw Hats immediately stop him and is like, No, you're going to get lost. If you go looking for Vegapunk, who's going to go looking for you? So they convince Zoro to stay behind with Luffy. Uh, and apparently Kaku and uh, and Luchi are also there, knocked out in the Labo phase. So, uh, I mean, and, good thing they stay behind, right? Yeah. So they're basically sitting there and. Like, I don't even know what they're talking about, but geez, how long were you running around at max effort? And Louis's like, I'm always at max effort. Um, and they're kind of reminiscent. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe we ran into these guys again. I haven't even thought about uh, Water 7 in ages. I hope Ice Guy is doing well. And that was a nice little thought. Ice Guy? Iceberg. Who? Iceberg, the mayor from, from Water 7. The guy that the, that was like, had an assassination attempt on him. Frankie's like surrogate brother, kind of, sort of iceberg, you know, iceberg, you know, the one who's like the head of the shipwrights people. And also the mayor of the town. Long time. Damn. It has been a long time though. 
well, it was a nice little mention, I guess. Um, meanwhile, back at the PAW room, the paw room, um, we get a little like a uh, reminder that um, Bonnie has decided to uh, touch the giant uh, pawpaw fruit paw uh, to look into the memories of Kuma and find out what the hell is his deal and why he decided to become a lifeless android. So he does that. And uh, we see that Bonnie has like basically kicked Vega punk out of the room. And uh, the very next thing we see is Bonnie apparently in this weird grassy field. Um, and we see her with uh, encounter this crying giant child. Well, not giant, but I guess like relative to, you know, regular people, regular children. He's a giant. So he's just sitting there in this open grassy field, just crying his eyes out. That's a big boy. Oh, yeah. That's a big boy. And uh, Bonnie recognizes him as her father, obviously. Um, and at that point, that's when we see these um, these shadowy figures surround Kuma and basically uh, say that if you get back here right now, if you escape, they'll kill every last one of us. And Kuma's like, I don't want to go back. And they basically drag him all the way back to what looks like Marie Joie. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know that's no good when you have to be dragged yeah. back to Marie uh, We see... He's probably a slave. Oh, yeah. And we see the uh, silhouettes of what look to be celestial dragons, and they're doing bad things to the child. And it's very sad. Bonnie is just reeling in watching uh, her dad in his youth uh, just be abused and beaten. Um, and the, the pain seems to be so intense that it actually, like, pushes her out of the paw thing. And, but uh, she can't handle it. No, yeah. Uh, cause she's, I, what I, from what I understand, she's probably also experiencing the pain to a degree, um, at least the emotional pain. Uh, but, um, we also get, as Bonnie is looking at the paw, uh, we also see like interspliced, uh, the Kuma, the PX, the original Kuma body climbing up the red wall towards Marie Joie as, uh, people below are trying to prevent him from climbing all the way back up. Uh, Bonnie just is like, this isn't something I can bear unless I'm ready, but I can't move on unless I learn the truth. And, you know, we see her hand being stretched out, uh, assuming that she's going to try to see more into the uh, shockwave paw of Kuma's memories. Uh, at that point, we cut back to Pythagoras, uh, the fourth Vegapunk satellite, who are uh, who's just walking around looking for Vegapunk and... Uh, I don't know what floor he's on specifically, but he seems to be on the floor where the Seraphim were originally created. Um, And he's like, Stella, where are you? The Stella is what they call the original body of Vegapunk. And behind him, there's this little noise that goes, and uh, Pythagoras looks back and all of a sudden, huge explosion where he's standing. uh, And he just says, ah, Hmm. Uh, you noticed that? Oh yeah. And then exclamation points. Ah, Maybe it was like a very short, like, ah, <laughs> uh, maybe ah! I was calm. <laughs> and uh, so he gets blown up and then we cut to something completely unexpected. Uh, we cut back to the uh, World Economic uh, Journal headquarters that's floating in the air as uh, 
big news Morgans uh, <laughs> seem to have uh, gotten this, somehow gotten the word that the world government is now trying to assassinate Dr. Vegapunk. And uh, he's basically like, oh, my God, this is the Ohara incident all over again. But the government's picked the wrong fight this time. Everyone loves Vegapunk. This guy developed energy that light that brought light to every town in the fucking world. And he just happens to be with this guy. And uh, we revealed that he knows that uh, Vegapunk's with Luffy. And he uh, pitches a, a headline uh, framing Luffy for... Uh, uh, basically saying that he's waging all-out war with the world government and holding Vegapunk hostage uh, so that I guess he's trying to win the favor of the government back uh, and gain some moolah while he's at it. Uh, and I guess off-screen we hear a noise, someone uh, yelling in, uh, in protest saying, what a preposterous excuse. And we see that Nefeltari Vivi has been with them the whole time. It's a big deal, <laughs> and she's there just being like, that's fucking ridiculous. Luffy would never do something like that. This is why I hate the World Economic Journal. And we also see that King Wapple is there. Nice. Uh, so he's big freaking... Deal hmm? DDA, big deal alert. DDA. Big deal alert. Big deal alert. Foreshadowing alert. Uh, so Wapple is just like, stop, stop fucking rocking the boat here. They're making, they're hiding us from the government. Who knows what they'll do next? Uh, and, um, you know, he's just pleading for her to chill so that they won't be thrown out of the fucking hot air balloon they're riding in. And, um, Morgan's is like, bah, don't fucking come strong to me now. You were crying your eyes out yesterday. This is the news world. This is the newsroom of the world, and I'm the mover and the shaker. It's not about fact or fiction. Fiction, it's about what sells. News is the biggest entertainment of all, baby. So, that's interesting. Wow, that sounds very familiar and realistic. Yeah, isn't that isn't that fucking the truth in a way? Uh, but anyway, uh, Josh, what did you think about One Piece chapter one thousand and seventy four? Um, when I'm trying to decide if this was my favorite chapter, mm. but I feel like because I had to think so hard about it, wasn't. That's okay if it wasn't. This was an informative chapter. I, I let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, um, first of all, when I opened the chapter, I it started on the last page. But it was kind of cool because I didn't know it was the last page. All I seen was that Morgan was there and um, and there was some girl up top. Now, thank goodness Oda still draws all his females the same. Because <laughs> I, I, that honestly could have been anybody. It truly could So have. I didn't know that was Vivi. I didn't read that it said Nefletary, Vivi, and I like that. I knew, I knew that guy was somebody. But I had to scroll back, you know, to, from the pages to get back to page one. So I wasn't even spoiled. That's so funny. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I'm going back from the beginning. I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, regain my thoughts because this is a pretty thick chapter. So these picks threes, I mean, they named the chapter, pick, uh, you know, PX3. So 
these niggas is going to be problematic at some point, but the seraphims are already a big deal. Mm-hmm. Is this this is what's going to be the war, right? This it's going to be a bunch of pirates fighting against these things, isn't it? It's these things, the and and seraphims, the admirals, the vice admirals, yeah, and the rest of the government fodder. Yeah, the rest of the government fodder. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's what's on the government side, I guess. Is uh, the power of science and uh, and advanced weapons of mass destruction? Oh shit! Yeah, they do have pluton, oh. right? No, yeah, they don't they have, have pluton. pluton. Do they have pluton? They don't have pluton. They have Uranus. That's what that. Okay, yeah, that's what they have. <laughs> No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Well, they don't no. have they don't have my anus. No, they don't, Chris. <laughs> well, they don't have mine either. <laughs> so yeah. I'm trying to find the yeah. I don't know what we're supposed to do there. <laughs> well look. Um It's a little late, but I did it. <laughs> I have no fucking clue what attacked uh the the robot kid, but um I think the government's already there. I think their island's already been infiltrated. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, situation. So that's definitely Kuma as a kid, and yeah, he is large, but he's not giant large. Yeah, this he's isn't like a whole. He's like a bigger boy. The whole. Right. He's not a giant. He's not from Elbath. But Big Mom's a giant. No, she's not. Oh, she's just large. Yeah, oh, she's just I don't big. know why I keep saying that. So cool. So they're both just big. Yeah, they're both just big people. Like giants are like markedly bigger than Big Mom. True. Big Mom can't walk on the ocean floor. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, San Juan Jose or San Juan Wolf can because he's the biggest giant. So normal giants oh. couldn't do that. Oh, okay. But he's that tall. San that Juan like... Wolf is that big. Can't wait till they have to fight him. Oh I hope they God. give him devil fruit powers. Oh my God. I don't even know how they would beat him now without it. He's just so fucking big. Talk about menacing when he was introduced. Yeah. He was just looming. Dude, when they, he was like, oh, I think, I, I think you I found me. He was hiding months. behind. He was hiding up behind the whole yeah. building. He was like, wait, you see him? You know, like the, the random, the random soldiers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Wait, what's that over there? What's that thing? The fuck is He's that? Like, oh, oh, you got me. You found me. Goddamn, the Blackbeard pirates are crazy. They They're go so fucking hard, crazy. Man. The ex-admiral with the with the cigar. And the crazy jawline, but yeah, she really you knows. You know, he's a real hard ass back in his day. Yeah, he was he such definitely. A... He definitely uh, cut some corners. Yeah, no, he was such he a hard ass. Own rules. He was such a hard ass. They put him in level six of impel down. So you stay down here. This is crazy. Anyway, do you have any more? Imagine here. Oh, sorry. No, wait. I. I... Remember that conversation we had a couple weeks ago about My Hero Academia and responsibility? 
mm-hmm. when we're talking about things. This isn't one of those situations, but it definitely made me think about it. So yeah. Big Morgan says it's not about fact or fiction, it's about what sells. News is the biggest entertainment of all, baby. So I'm not gonna say that he's that he's lying, that that's the I mean, news is it can be entertaining, you know. I mean, factual information can be entertaining as well. I just I just want to be clear when I see Morgan as a villain now. Yeah. There's no way around it. He is a bad guy. And also the, one of the worst kinds of, of bad guys. Yeah. There's, amount of, there, there's a certain amount of integrity that comes with uh, being a reporter that it's not about being inherent to be a reporter. I just respect the ones that are solid you For know sure. and, and and put in the work to to let people know what's going on and deliver us facts you know when when we talk about whenever we talk about anything in the news you're not always going to be able to talk about everything that's happening in the world you know what i'm saying in like a half an hour segment or something like that so you're always going to choose to leave out some information mm-hmm. just by nature of the fact that it's a, you, you're limited on time mm-hmm. So, you know, this guy is saying he's he omits information for the sake of entertainment. You know, mm-hmm. that's bad. That's not OK in any way, shape or form. That's uh, 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 ir- irredeemable. Um, he needs to go down. Oh, yeah. That better be Vivi's arc that she takes over the news industry. Yeah, I think she would have a country to run and probably not be able to do that. But That's not as important. Okay. <laughs> you right then. It's interesting. I feel like uh, Morgan's, when he was like first really like, when we got a first glimpse into his character, when he actually like activated the balloon and started flying away and he knocked out the CP9, CP0 member for trying to get him to like, uh, to tell a fake story on behalf of the government and he was like no I wouldn't do that but I feel like now we're seeing him be more from a chaotic kind of good as what we initially thought to a chaotic neutral I feel like that cute yeah he's 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 not on anybody's side but his own and I feel like we knew that but now it's for real in a, now it's a negative I hate the whole chaotic neutral you know what? That the whole premise of it is fucking retarded. Is it? Oh shit! I'm sorry, guys. That's the, I shouldn't say that. It's pretty chaotic, but, neutral um, of you. Okay, look. Um, it's what's neutral about it? There's nothing neutral about what he's doing. He's serving himself, which is evil. That's bad. You know what I'm saying? That is bad. I don't understand how we can yeah, I mean, paint it as it being good. I didn't make the system, not, so I don't know. Not, no, no. Not, not you. It's to you. I'm just thinking well, about it. Like I'm not painting it as good. I, I don't think it's necessarily good. I guess um, I, I feel like it makes... the story? Yeah. As far as who we know as the villains? Mm-hmm. To be framed as far as looking at it like on, a, on an ethical level? Yeah, I guess... Uh, the way it is is that you don't have any particular allegiances to what are the absolute temples of lawful good and lawful evil or and and um what's the worst one 
care bad evil i don't know what it's called um but i guess like chaotic neutral would be like you serve yourself regardless of whether your your intentions are good because morgan's technically did one good thing by not allowing the government to bribe him into telling a story that would outright benefit them only but he's also doing something bad by do by lying about the straw hats to benefit himself but it also but he's also not doing it for the government's sake so they can thrive and continue doing what they're doing he's doing it probably to get them off his back a little and also to get some money for his own publication so he can continue to be profitable on his own and that's evil sure that's like not a good thing to do but seems like he's base evil and sometimes his actions just so happen to help out the quote-unquote good guys yeah that's chaotic neutral Uh, sure (laughs) that's i guess that's chaotic neutral, I guess. Where in, it's just weird when it's there's no weird. also. It also implies either good or bad. Because you know there's I mean? also it's... an implicit like, you know, I'm I'm doing this kind of like on a whim, and it's not like necessarily pretty pre planned. That's why I put him in the chaotic section, where he's like, he's usually like reacting based on the information he receives, and his actions after receiving that information could help the evil side or the good side? So, right. at right. any In given time. In the context time. of the story, right. As far as, far as looking at it as this group of people is, is evil and this group of people is good. In yes. a simplistic sense, it makes total sense. Because in theory, I, by, by publishing Luffy's Gear 5 form and revealing that he has the Nika fruit, He's given hope to a lot of people who believe in Nika and is like, oh shit, the freedom guy is here. And that he is ethically uh, flawed. Yes. He is morally compromised. Absolutely. Therefore, listen, I'm not saying people are perfect, but he does this with the intent. So I don't. uh, The intent is to. We could call it neutral or we could say he's a fucking bad guy. That sometimes can benefit the people, but he's that's what neutral is ultimately like it's based in self interest, is basically what it is. And you know, you could say that self interest is evil. I guess it's it's more on the effect that it has on the world, where like the neutral side of it is that he's either he can he can he could just like be good or bad for the world at any given point in time, depending on his self interest, and that's what makes him neutral because if it was in his self-interest to fuck over the government at this very moment he would do that but it's not (laughs) so he's doing it to preserve yeah and that's what i disagree with the framing of that i don't think that's neutral it's neutral i don't think that i don't think neutral exists in in a in a because all right good and bad good and evil aren't like you know forever truths there's something shit we make up so it is, it is, a, it is black and white. You know what I'm saying? It, when you're trying to deem what is morally okay and, and, and morally not. Now there's people who, you know, we, we try to be the best we can and we make mistakes along the way. You know what I'm saying? But you're still a decent person if you try your best. You know what I'm saying? Even if you slip sometimes, you're a decent person. You're not 
neutral because you're good and they make mistakes. Would you agree with that? Like, you're a decent, you're a good person. You're not a neutral person. Sure. No, you're right. No, that that's a good person. But your neutral, your neutrality is comes from his, like Morgan's neutrality comes from. He's not trying to be a good or a bad person. He's just, like in this instance, he's trying to benefit himself. Is this literary? Is this yeah. not to I mean, be applied to real people? It's kind of a D and D. Am I thinking too hard on this? Like, yeah, it's a D and D. It's D and D terminology. You're the characters. Oh you create, my god! Like, you should have. should have started with that, bro. I'm sorry, because <laughs> I was trying to say that from the beginning. Like, like yes, in the nobody. Story, if you're looking at it like, all right, there's the objective, good people and bad people. Because let me look I up the, the government is. Let me look up the alignments. The government's the bad guys in the yes. show, right? I mean, in the series. Yes. Uh, Why? I, right. I believe the I, world right. government. I feel bad. I feel like the world government lies. If you're looking at the D and D like that chart, I believe that the mm-hmm. government lies in lawful evil. Uh, and the straw hats. Let me see. I only actually remember the entire I'm lawful. Yeah, I need to. I'd love to have this breakdown. We, I guess we don't have to do it right now, but that that's that's interesting to me. Okay, the alignments. Uh, okay. What's what's lawful evil like? You okay? Evil so with rules. <laughs> I'm gonna be an asshole, but I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be predictable about it. Okay, so here here's the alignment. Here's the here's the alignment grid. Uh, it starts with lawful good. A lawful good character, yeah. and this is the D and D example stuff. Sure, a, sure, sure, sure. A lawful good character is the iconic example of a law of lawful good, which is a paladin, which ironically I play uh, when I play D and D. On purpose, or that's what happens. What do you mean? Do you get selected? No, you don't. Do you, you select that class, you don't so, or does it? You don't really select. Uh, you know, it's just a thing that people add. I guess. I I don't really know how how it plays. Uh, neutral good, a neutral character believes in altruism all uh, over all else. I don't know what that means necessarily, but there are examples. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means necessarily either. So lawful good is Superman. Think Superman. And these are just like mm-hmm. examples of people who kind of fall into this. Neutral good, they're showing the guy from Firefly. I don't know him. I never really watch Firefly. Neutral good is, this is a... Uh, if I ever kill you, you'll be awake, you'll be facing me, and you'll be armed. So, I don't know. It, it's hard to explain neutral good. Uh, lo- yeah, it sounds so fucking romantic. Chaotic good is... In the nerdiest way. Chaotic All good right. sounds like the Straw Hats. Chaotic good is... Uh, a chaotic good character believes in freedom as the highest virtue. The iconic example of chaotic good is Robin Hood. A re- who rebels against uh, authority as a way to protect the poor from poverty and suffering. So that's the Straw Hats, I think. We have, then, um, Chaotic Neutral. Oh, wait, we have Lawful Neutral. Let's see. What's Lawful Neutral? Lawful Neutral character obeys the principle of the highest vir- virtue. For example, a, br- a judge who treats all fairly and equally would be consi- considered a Lawful Neutral. Uh, a True Neutral... A true neutral character is neutral on both axes and cares not for any stance of alignment. This often describes someone who cares only for their own personal needs, neither inclined to hurt or harm others. 
nor to obey or rebel. A few neutral characters rather follow an intentional philosophy of balance. Uh, so, and they give a bunch of D&D specific examples. Um, but in this thing, a true neutral is uh, some kind of tree creature. Here. I have no idea what this is. Uh, <laughs> but uh, a chaotic neutral is... Ba -ba -ba -ba. Chaotic neutral character follows their heart, but without the willingness to self-sacrifice as a chaotic good character might. Uh, a great many adventures are chaotic neutral, doing what they wish and rejecting all forms of authority. Some chaotic neutral characters follow a deliberate philosophy of destroying the old to make way for the new, uh, a free spirit. So Jack Sparrow is kind of an example of a chaotic neutral. Then we, we, we get into the evils, which is a lawful evil. Uh, the lawful evil is a, is a tyrant, basically. Uh, they have no moral qualms about punishing individuals for the greater goal of furthering society. So, you know, the world government, I guess, if you were to think of them that way. Uh, the neutral evil character is selfish and has no problem harming others to get what they want, which maybe is what Morgan's falls into more than anything, is a neutral evil. Um, chaotic evil is a malevolent character. The, the Joker is a chaotic evil. And that's all the, that's all the alignments as we know them. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot to get into. Yeah, it's, I, I, you know, I wonder what people in the comments would have to say about that, about applying that to real life. I think that's a little. No, I mean, I wouldn't apply it to. Not all of it's applicable. No, yeah. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't apply it to. I'm applying it because it's, it's interesting to always apply it to like narrative characters, I guess. It's like an interesting way. It's a fun game to play in a way sometimes. It's like yeah, who no, lies where. For, for sure, because people characters play a role in stories and their their sure. their devices themselves. Yeah, you so look for tropes to, within to characterize them. Yeah, you look at tropes within characters and put them in this bin if you wanted to do that. That's what I was trying to do with Morgan's. I wouldn't apply the D and D alignments to like real things or people. But yep, yeah, I guess that's all I got to say about Morgan's. Uh, D and D alignment. I I feel like we went off on a tangent, but hey, it was educational. We have some. Time. It was educational. I learned a lot. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would suggest uh, looking it up. It, it is interesting to read about and uh, trying to figure out. Sometimes I think I play that game with myself where I try to figure out where on the alignment certain characters fall. I think all the straw hats are for sure chaotic goods. Yeah. Which yeah, is that's good. fair. Honestly, Only my favorite. Because yeah. My favorite kind of goods. Chaotic means bucking tradition. Yes. You know, kind of breaking free of yeah of 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 um conventions. Yeah. Almost in a way. Yep. So whatever they do, whether they're doing something good, whether they're being neutral, or whether they're being evil, they're doing it in a way that's completely obtuse to you know the rules of the world the world mm -hmm. or whatever right. for the most part right in a literary sense yeah because a lawful good would be uh the navy for the most part like smoker kobe those guys are lawful goods technically can i be honest with you hmm. i immediately started thinking about like activism yeah when i looked at like the scope or on like you know lawful neutral 
being chaotic, right? And I'm like, you know, a, a part of me thought, do people look at these charts and then apply this to people that say like, oh, like, that's a good person, but he's that type of good, so he's less good. You know, it's it. I don't know. I wonder if people kind of fall into those habits, and I guess I wouldn't be that shocked. Nor it it, it would be understandable. It's similar to like horoscopes or something in a way, but yeah. there's at least actual. There's there's a little bit more solid reasoning to it other than just saying that this sign says that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Um, I, I I don't think most people know about the D and D alignments because I don't know how many people play D and D like that. I see a lot of I see a lot of it online though. Probably I see a lot yeah. of like the charts and stuff. Yeah, and I see people kind of talk about it a little bit in a way. But I, like I was saying, like you know, when when I look at activists, you know, especially like in America, the ones that actually got anything done, any type of real activist, and I got something done in America would probably be considered as like definitely on the chaotic side of however you want to look at it. Like you know, people could look at it as chaotic good. Uh, I guess business people <laughs> would look at it as chaotic bad because, you know, mm -hmm. they was able to set a lot of regulations mm -hmm. after, you know, people fought for them. So, you know, and I guess it's just kind of weird because it's just like, no, that's just good. <laughs> if, if people, you know, if I, if, I, if people have had a conversation about it and tried and, and tried to categorize that in a certain way, I would like go out my way to tell them like, nah, man, that's, it's just all the way good. That's called necessary good. That's called when, when good ain't good enough, you got a good in another way. <laughs> you got a, you got a good to the extreme. Good to the extreme. Until you force them to. Yeah. To be good. Uh, yeah. What's the other word for. Yeah, that one's getting written down. What's uh, the other word for the extreme? Chaotic good. I don't think there's a yeah. negative commentation to chaotic good. It kind of is. Not really. All Just that, by virtue of uh, all right, because all it means all right. is that the way I see it is that like lawful good is you doing good through the system that you're operating within. If you manage to, if you're able and you manage to actually ream the good out of whatever system you operate within, like Superman does, it's hard. That's when mostly nobody plays lawful good, I think. Um, but uh, it doesn't play by the rules. Well, not always, but you know, I guess like in in it doesn't in, at all in the big trope thing. He's the ideal of a good person, traditionally good. G. Wilkers do the right thing. <laughs> the ideal of good within a system is how most people see Superman. That's why a lot of people call him Boy Scout, all this stuff. The people who are not as familiar with Superman as we do, we are, see him as that. And that's why he's kind of the fact, de facto example for the, the lawful good. Chaotic good is, you know, you're breaking out of the system to do good. You realize that you can't do good in the system, so you do it your own way. Like the Straw Hats do, like pretty much most protagonists in anything. Like Superman, kind of, sort of, <laughs> to a small degree, Batman. Yeah. And then neutral good would just be like... True neutral. Tr neutral good is true neutral, I believe. Oh, no. Lawful neutral is a character that obeys the principle, obeys principle as the highest virtue. I don't know. 
I guess like the the idea of the judge, you know, somebody who is impartial and just is by the book principled. Oh, the middle of the good ones. Pay, yeah, There's... I guess like the best case scenario of the impartial fish figure. These are ideals of each end of the spectrum of morality, I guess. So best case and worst case scenario of good neutral evil. Hmm. Yeah, it's tough. It's 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 hard to pontificate about in uh in a podcast like ours. But <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it's interesting to look at. But yeah, chaotic good. I feel like is straw hats. You know, they they're not bad people. They're they're pirates. They're criminals technically, but they're good people. They're criminals within the system as it is at the mm-hmm. moment, but they still do good. Chaotic good. Mm. Yeah. All right. I think that was a fun conversation. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, do you have any more thoughts about One Piece? No, I definitely don't. Yeah. Uh, I thought the twist with Vivi was actually pretty crazy. I didn't see that coming. Because uh, last we heard about Vivi, she was taken, and we just assumed that uh the world government took her but turns out this is actually low-key built up because uh we got uh, a while back i was reminded that like morgan's got in contact with wapple because he was uh feeding wapple information about what happened at the reverie and that's how uh morgan's was able to report on it and it turns out wapple may have just taken vivi and ran off in his most altruistic thing he's ever done (laughs) like the best person thing he's ever done in his entire life was probably save Vivi from the world's government. Um, and I wonder why. Yeah, that it does beg the question why. Because he's an asshole. Uh, <laughs> Wapple's not a good person. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very... Maybe he was scared of dying too. Yeah, but why would he take Vivi? Right. That still don't make sense. Yeah, I'm. I'm very curious to see uh, what what happened here. Uh, in, in the case of Wapple, I mean, like Oda does not waste characters. You know, he does not. He is uh, the highest definition of use the whole animal. You know, if you create something, you use it. You're using everything. You're getting every bit of mileage out of it. And uh, I love it. It's one of his best attributes. Every character matters. Yeah. And you never know when they're going to matter. Uh, out of his 250 characters, you never know which one's going to come up and do something incredibly cl- clutch and be very important to the story all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, the stuff with Kuma, um, obviously he seems to be a former slave of Marie Joie. Uh, I, I wonder, because he may have like predis- preceded Tiger uh, Fisher Tiger trying to escape. Or maybe he was just like one of the slaves that got away with Fisher, but he got separated with the pack and he was dragged back because Fisher Tigers thing happened a long time ago. Yeah, that did. Like Hancock was a kid when that happened. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was a prince, though, like, you know, Kuma's royalty. So I wonder if he was a slave, how do you go from slave to king back to slave, you know? Right. Maybe. I don't know, man. I have no idea what was going on with him. He had a tough life. Yeah, Kuma is... 
I already know, man. Kuma's got to be one of the more tragic characters in the story, and we don't even know his story yet. But we know that he's got some darkness he's battling right now. Even right now, I don't know at him as a dead robot. I don't know what his intentions are climbing up to Marishua. No idea. He could uh, be maybe going... he just wants to self-destruct. Yeah, I mean, he could be going up there to to go back to his duties, or he could be going there to fucking kill everyone, which I wouldn't mind. Go, Kuma, go. <laughs> Fuck them celestial dragons. Man, it would be so heartbreaking if he was going just to be back by their side. Oh, my God. What a fucking nightmare that would be. What like a if he's like all broken up by the time he gets to them and then they're getting ready to fight and he's just like, I'm here at your service. Bro. And they scrap him anyway. Oh my oh God. Oh my God. At that that'll, moment. That'll, that'll get me going. At that moment, I'd be like, yo, anybody who says like One Piece is too goofy. This is the saddest. Yeah, you goofy, nigga. Yeah, this you is the goofy. Sad... If that happens, this is the saddest story in the history of stories. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but I am. I hope we get more going forward. I'm so happy that One Piece is not off next week, and uh, we get to see more of this brilliant story. Uh, we spent a long time on One Piece, but those are all my uh, thoughts. Really, I'm so excited. I love One Piece. It's not my chapter of the week. Um, I guess uh, it's very good. You know, you know me. But I feel like there's more better things coming for One Piece, and I'm excited uh, to see. Oda really likes to, I guess, really draw it out. He's really good at that. He's like, because things are happening, things are moving forward, but it also feels like it's going so slow at the same time. Uh, so I'm wondering. But that's all I got to say about One Piece. Uh, do you have any rebuttals before we move on officially? No. All righty. Let's go. Jujutsu Kaisen. This oh I'm uh pass it off to Josh. This is uh Josh is gonna cover Jujutsu Kaisen for us. Go for it. All right, Jujutsu Kaisen chapter two thirteen, fearsome womb, part five. Um, last week we were put the game on to how uh, Megumi's sister became uh, how do you say it, infiltrated, possessed. No. Possessed. There we go. She got possessed by an ancient sorcerer. Um, Chris actually found out by it was through very unsavory methods from uh, Kenjaku. Uh, would you like to share how uh, how he made oh, yeah. Megumi's sister into a vessel? Well, it was just kind of like a reminder on my part because I'm just getting past Shibuya, the Shibuya arc uh, in my reread of Jujutsu Kaisen. And I was reminded of the fact that Kenjaku uh, fed the remains of sorcerers of ancient sorcerers to various people around Japan, which is why there have been so many ancient sorcerers running around all over the places. Kenjaku had made deals with these guys centuries ago and then revived them in this time. Uh, and Sumiki was one of those people that, uh, that is a vessel for these ancient sorcerers, obviously. And, uh, Megumi unfortunately assumed that, uh, she was actually one of the other type of uh, sorcerer that Kenjaku awakened, which is people like Junpei, who initially were just normal people whose brains were not geared to process cursed energy and woke up with cursed technique and all that stuff. So, yep. Um, unfortunately for Megumi, and tragically for Megumi, he assumed that his sister was the, for was the, the first type. 
and not an ancient sorcerer revived by Kenjaku. And that really messed them up. Did you mention the force feeding part? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I said okay. that Kenjaku uh, had done I... that. Sumiki was obviously right, right. one of them. Yeah. Pretty gross. Pretty okay, gross. so yeah. So we learned that Nagumi's sister is an ancient sorcerer and that she wants nothing more but to fight Sukuna. Mm-hmm. And also, Sukuna pulled the maneuver, yelling out, in chain to take over Itadori, and then shoved a finger down Megumi's throat, turning him into Sukuna. Here we are. Oh, yeah. So, uh, he strikes a pose. He's like, ah, yes. <laughs> My plan is working. So uh, he's like, Fushigoro? Brand? And I guess his finger starts to throb and hurt. But before he even gets the chance to think about his uh, missing finger, um, Kenja- Kenjaku. Um, what's his name again? Sukuna. Thanks, Chris. Sukuna um, punches Itadori as hard as he can in his chest. Uh, as he shoots out, he projectile vomits his guts out his mouth and gets sent through several buildings. Yeah. I think he killed it, Adori. I mean, it's looking like it. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I, all right, it would be surprising because obviously he's the main character of this series, right? Yeah. But at the same time, this is Jujutsu Kaisen, not Itadori <laughs> Kaisen. That's true. So then he says something real crazy, talking about how in every age it's insects that come crawling out of the woodwork whenever shit starts getting pop, you know, whenever shit starts to pop off. Um, Maki's one of those people running towards him. I don't think he knows what time she's on, <laughs> but they don't get, they don't really get an opportunity to 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 see what's up because he summons Nue. I didn't know he could use a. Uh, uh, Megumi's curse techniques. That's really cool. Yeah, summon a giant like, new way. Yeah, like, there's a like bigger new way than usual. Like hundred times the power. Yeah, that's it's fucking crazy. And it's like big enough to cover maybe at least an eighth of the city. Yeah, it's huge. Just straight off the top of my head, that's what I'm gonna go for. Yeah, it's fucking huge. Um, and everyone looks up like, wow, what the fuck? And then, uh, <laughs> right. And then, uh, immediately, that shit gets destroyed. It gets vaporized, uh, by the angel who, like Chris, uh, predicted, woke up promptly and started to fight against, uh, he's like, oh, well. right. He starts to talk about how, uh, unlike me and Itadori, those two live symbolic, uh, symbiotically. She regained consciousness quick because of the angel's power. Right, like they, they, they lend power to each other, like mm-hmm. almost like the tail beast does in Naruto. Yeah, similar to that. So, um, angels, you know, uh, I forget the girl's name Hana. actually. Huh? Hana. Anna. Hana. Yeah, Anna. Hana. Over oh, the H. Yeah. Hana. It's just telling Angel, like, yo, like, relax on the power because you're going to hurt Megumi. And, you know, Angel doesn't really care. But she's also like, look, like, I'm not saying I'm trying to kill him, but we need to do this right now. Not now. <laughs> right now. Uh, so, you know, yeah, so she talks about how, you know, 
before the yeah, he's she's actually trying to say now nah, before he fully takes control over him, we gotta eliminate uh Sukuna from his body. So let's take the risk now. Um, so she starts to load up her special move, Jacob's ladder, which I did a little bit of research on, by the way. Ooh. I'll get into after uh, a little bit, nothing crazy. And um, man, I see in what is a spectacular display of divine power. <laughs> Sakona starts to get in um air fried, <laughs> bro. In mid air, <laughs> this is the most pressed I've seen Sakuna up to this point. <laughs> this is the most pain I've seen him feel ever. He's just like, ah! Is she blowing out of a trumpet right now? Is yeah. that what's happening? Yeah, looks she's like an it. angel. Yeah, looks like a little trumpet. He is getting like, yeah, yeah, exterminated. He says, Hara, I remember now. Thank you. I'm fine now. As, um, it seems like Megumi, you know, comes back to his senses, but obviously it's not him. And um, Angel's like, Hana, like, no, like, that's that's not him. That's that's Sukuna. But she's so, th- whoa. <laughs> she's so, th- yeah. And as, as I turn the page to what was probably the panel of the week. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. So easily the panel of the week. So easily. Um, so Hana, like, she... Because she's so desperate for dick, she um. Go, all right, that was mean. <laughs> that was mean. That was mean. Mean but true. It is true though. Yeah, she goes to hug him while he has the Sukuna tattoos on him. Clearly, still, like, do you not know how he looks? Yeah, what some type of fan you are. So she goes to give him a hug and goes right into his arms as he grips her and is about to literally eat her i didn't know he could warp his face like that and shit bro he looks cracked out and then he used he has cursed eyes you see the eyes yeah he took a perk 30 right. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. look at Nui's eyes same thing oh yeah mm-hmm. you see it right yeah i see it perk 30 perk 30 huh it might be a perk 60 this looks like a perk 100 Look at his yeah. head. Look at his face. He's so like, yes. He's all there. Yes. <laughs> He's so happy right now. Uh, <laughs> it's easy money. Okay. <laughs> it's the way he's holding her too. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is incredible. Yeah. There's no way while while the angel is screaming, Hannah, you're yeah. about to kill us both. <laughs> oh my god. Well, should I get my thoughts? Uh, yes, go ahead. That was the end of the chapter. Uh, I mean, really good chapter of the week for me. I don't know about yeah, you. That's me too. Yeah, it's also the really good chapter of the week audience voting. Wow. Uh, I mean, you know, it doesn't have a lot of... Com- like, Black Clover wasn't in. But it won pretty handily with uh, 75% of the vote. So uh, congratulations uh, to it. Let me find the drop. Uh... Well, Brian's not here. So. Yeah, Brian's not here. Yeah. 
Why am I here? Academia been ducking so much smoke recently. <laughs> They're taking a lot of weeks off. Two weeks at this point. Um, Who got that luxury? Yeah. So technically, I was kind of right about everything that was going to happen next, which is a very first for this show. Uh, it happened a lot faster because Itadori did not last very long. No. My initial thought was Itadori was going to like hold them off for a second, but then I forgot, oh yeah, this is Sukuna who eviscerated an eighth of of Shibuya in like a millisecond. Yeah, a so I guess that was silly of me. So uh, Itadori is out. I have, he's alive. I would think he's alive. Um, I don't know what he's going to Barely. do. I don't know what he's going to do about this because Itadori doesn't have a curse technique. He's just kind of like he uses he fights with cursed energy, and he's just really good at doing that. So I don't know what he's gonna do here. Uh, I would love to see it, the comedian guy uh, Takaba go after Sukuna because technically, I remember yeah. when they described his ability, is that he's unaware of how fucking powerful his ability is, that he has an ability that rivals Gojo. And if it rivals Gojo, right, then it rivals Sukuna. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. It's like based on if you if you find it or if you don't laugh, he gets strong, right? Yes, or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> if you think his joke is funny, then he'll he won't get strong. I guess so. I think it, you have to find it genuinely funny in your heart for his curse technique to wear off. Um. And look at his face when he finds out. Even even that is almost unserious. Like his sensing danger face is like, oh, whoa. Yeah, he doesn't take anything serious. Uh, I'm super yeah, excited. He's going to fight and destroy Sukuna. Oh, it's my God. Happen. I would be okay with that. <laughs> I would be so cool with that, to be honest. How funny would that be? Um, but I am excited to see what the fuck happens next. The angel is so fucking strong. <laughs> uh, is strong as I thought. Sukuna, I feel like this is the first time Sukuna has not actively pursued fighting someone. Right. He's like in all of the, his appearances, he's always good for a fight. He took a couple hits from the angel. He's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm good on that. <laughs> no, thank you. I'll, I'll chill for a second. You could come here and I'll, I'll win through brute intelligence. <laughs> I'll run through cunning and, and evilness. Um, He's got all the bags, all, all, like a bunch of tricks. I'm starting to think that last panel as well. It's panel. It's running for panel of the year in my eyes. I love that panel of him. I'll write that down. It's so fucking grimy where he's like, that's the epitome of gotcha. That's the mm -hmm. epitome of got him. She's like, ah, you dumb bitch. Nah. <laughs> Right. Gotcha. I uh, just didn't expect that. I've never seen him warp his head like that. So, I thought he was too cool for that. You know, he warped his head a little bit when he first but took over. But nothing's too cool for him. He warped what? his head a little bit when uh, he first took over Itadori and he was stoked to be out. Oh, really? Yeah. But this is crazy. I'm going to go back to that first chapter. Because I'm just that. picturing his head. Because like the, the, the movement lines is that he, he, he stretched out his head so fast. Yeah, that, like really quick. <laughs> yeah. <he went. laughs> so I I do love this last page. It is just 
it's so funny and i feel like on purpose like it was intentionally like kind of hilarious and gego and yeah. Tommy was having a laugh with us like aha sure you are i caught you ja, 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 ja. <laughs> yeah that was his ja, 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 ja face um but yeah i love this chapter top to bottom such so many cool little moments here uh sukan is fully released i'm i'm excited i would hope that the angel just doesn't die here but Akutami has a penchant for realizing he's made characters too powerful and needing to eliminate them from the story. So uh, I don't know. It's it either he she goes down here or Angel takes over the same way Sukuna does and is like, all right, now there's no you're not going to get me. You're not fucking fooling me. So. Uh, I just realized Jujutsu Kaisen is not next week. Damn. Uh, that sucks but fantastic chapter deserving of the unified really good chapter of the week in my eyes uh but josh what did yeah, you think sure was. this is what i thought <laughs> he said please help me <laughs> help <laughs> that's how jesus Kaisen a- lives in my head rent free yeah <laughs> the monster yeah Jesus. And then the thing that keeps asking, what time is it? It's so scary. Yeah, it's not. It's statistically what time is it? <laughs> so I can kill you. Yeah. No, All but. Right. Uh... I'm just reminiscing. Huh? Um, I don't know. I don't. I actually don't have any extra thoughts for this chapter outside of what we already discussed, man. Um, it just, it's such a fucking bummer that it's going to be off next week. But. I I don't think Angel's about to die. Someone's about to save her. I really think the comedian's about to come in oh. and cause a fucking problem, man. I think you're onto something, Christian Espinal. I mean, I'm on a roll. <laughs> I'm on a roll and predicting stuff, but... Bro, you want to know what's crazy? What? Chapter 150 was Maki destroying her clan. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was. And we are at chapter... 213. Oh, two thirteen. That wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you said you did research on Jacob Ladder. Ah, yes. So that's a biblical story, of course. All right. Um, the gist of it is, Jacob went to go set out to this uh village in Haran after a bunch of things went down in his own hometown with his brother and his father passing away. Lots of stuff. Point is. He went to sleep at some point on a rock and then like in his dream, a ladder came down from heaven and angels came down and they were like, you know, singing and playing. Well, I don't think they were singing, but they came down and so did the like light. And then God himself came and he was just like, Jacob, you must keep doing what I'm telling you to do. You had to go to keep going to Haran and, and all and he was telling him how, like, when you get there, your family will be blessed and your deeds will be blessed, and they're gonna travel to the, basically it has to do with angels. That's mm. why he named him with that. It was cool, I oh, guess. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What an attack, too. This is like the most extra attack in Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. This is like the Just most for it to not work. Yeah. I mean, it worked, but she stopped. 
<laughs> it was working, but she stopped doing it. But yeah, were those all your thoughts? Uh, yeah, that was my thoughts. Yeah, fantastic chapter. Jujutsu Kaisen is amazing. Uh, but with that being said, uh, I suppose we should move on then. Undead Unluck. And uh, Josh is also going to take this one off my hands. Very nice of him. Do you know a person named Rinkuto? Rinkuto? Yeah. No. Undead Unluck. <laughs> Chapter 146. <laughs> I'm waiting for the, uh, for the manga to... Oh, you know, so you're stalling. I've had his very long. Okay, that makes sense then. How's Blue Box been, bro? I haven't been reading it. But it's still here, so it must be Are pretty you good. saying that to be funny or? I haven't read Blue Box in a while. It was it's good when I read it. I, I, it was good when I read it. Uh, Akane Banashi, though? Really? I love that series. Sakamoto Days, though? Yeah, that's really good. But seriously, Akane Banashi, give it some love. It's a it's a non battle series, so and it's a very good one. So if you they guys... get um they get the paper fans and they bop, 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 bop. they smack it a lot. What? And they tell stories. Yeah, well that's yeah. Do that. I don't know if they smack it a lot. Yeah, they go. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a very good series. Undead Unluck is also a really good series. It sure is. And and last week. They finally added unavoidable Ford Volks to the crew. And they also uh, was able to get assigned. Well, they're ready to, to get their new mission in the next few weeks. And they also got the location of Remember, which happens to be in the middle of the Vietnam War. Assuming. assuming. Or this, this, this manga's version of the Vietnam. So, um, you know, the goal is to... Fill up a, a couple squad, like a couple squads of negators, to go there, so that they could, uh, one way or another, save all of the negators that are part of the war, and um, scour the land, mm. looking for the artifact. Mm. So there's a lot of plans there. Okay, but this week we, um, I kind of got thrown off at the beginning of this. So did because I. of where they left off. You know, uh, so did I was I. like, hey, did I miss something? But we're, uh, we have Undraw, actually, who uh, I remember in the previous loop was a very old lady, which I thought she was still old here. And I was like, why is she always old? Isn't she, I know she was young at some point. Yeah. Right? But anyway, um, so she's like dealing with the Uma right now. I guess the shark Uma. The Spike Uma. Yeah, Spike, I guess. I don't really know. Cut The Cut Uma. And uh, she's like not allowing him to attack with any of his blades because she's undraw. But she's like dying. She's like withering away. That's why she looks old right now. <laughs> and he's like, yes, finally, you're going to die and I can go raise this, raise this, this uh, what is it? Raise this village. Yeah, amongst other horrible things. So, uh, Fuko pulls up, though. Hits him with a bad bullet. Which he catches with his mouth. Easy mode. Damn, that was easy. Yeah, he caught that shit with his mouth. 
while Fuko pulls up to uh to Miss Yusei, who is uh Andra, and uh covers her in her cloak, and she's like, Oh, like, how do you know who I am? She's like, Look, just relax for a second. As a lightning bolt comes down from the sky, that wasn't sent by God. Because that guy in this series, not on the good guy's side. No bueno. God is what we would call chaotic evil. Evil? Lawful evil? See what I'm talking about? He's just evil. He's just evil. He's the worst. Yeah. But which kind of evil is he? Chaotic. Does he operate within a system? Or does he? He operates within the system and outside of it. Well, like they do have a system. They they are playing a game between Luna and and God. But he also cheats. That's, well, I don't know. If, I don't know if he cheats. Well, anyway, the shark owner gets fried by a lightning bolt, like the sausage, egg, and cheese I ate this morning. <laughs> And, um, you know, Foucault shrugs it off. Like, she gets shocked, too, but because they had the cloak on, um, she didn't get hurt. And, uh, yeah. You say joins the crew, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she really admires, like, did we take a couple pages to see how she really admires Foucault? She could tell that she's got a little spark to her and that, you know, she's someone worth listening to and leading. Um, you know, she also fills her on the plan. Let her know, look, you got to build a squad in the negators. So is you with it or is you with it? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> Next up is Ishin. Um, but not the Ishin we know and love. Her fucking grandfather. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, that's unbreakable. That's what I'm talking about. One in the armor. Yeah. So he's facing off against this Uma, and I don't know if this was the one that kills her grandfather in the past or something like that. I don't know if this was that Uma in particular, but yeah. again, Fugo comes and Yusei just cuts him in fucking half with that crescent undrawn... Yo, undrawn crescent moon? How huh? slashed her? She with slashed him without drawing her blade. Yeah, with the, with the scabbard. But that means she's beyond... There's Thorough, and then there's Yusei Habanabi. <laughs> what the hell? Is that her real last name? No. <laughs> All right. I did just make that up. Okay. So, um, but that was a cool-ass move. She cut that woman in half with the shit, with the hilt. And then, and then drinks the yak. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, this is the best I can do, but uh, I'm going to have to train and put some work in to learn how to not use my sword. And Foucault's like, listen, you're good. You're good where you at. Don't worry about it. So, all right. Who's... All right, so then they go talk to Ishin. And he, he the nigga says, like, yo, I'm going to do anything for y'all. Just let me know. And as soon as they're like, look, we need you to take a real nigga journey with us to go defeat God. He's like, nah, I got to take care of this really." <laughs> Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You take your 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 occult occultic ways. Yeah. And get the get the fuck on, all right? We follow Christ we, here. We follow. <laughs> yes. I I know of Jacob and his ladder. Yes, I've read the stories. 
And I know I, them. He slept on this stone and God has wrestled with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. We're God talking Jacob. We're yep. talking uh, NCAA rules. NCAA regulated wrestling. Yeah, he wrestled him and gave him knowledge. It's it's kind of weird. But I'm not going to make any more comments on that. I don't want to offend anybody, right? Nope. Um, and by anybody, I mean the Undead Unluck fans by not focusing on their story. So she's like, and he's like, look, look, I got I to gotta take, I got to, you know, look after my village. And also I got this little granddaughter I want to stay and take care of. You know, it's very cute. Yeah. Oh, her dad dies to Uma, not the grandfather. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So Fuko notices, like, oh, that's Haruka. That's 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 the one from the loop. Now, Ishin and his son, which is Haruka's father, knows about the loop already. I guess because she just explained it to them, so they believe it. And like, they see how Fuko really takes after Haruka, and they're like, damn, like. You like well, well. Fuko lets them know that yo, like she she went out like like you know like she held it down to the end to mm-hmm. try to defend me for our cause. <sighs> so I guess I don't know. I guess something about that clicked in the grandfather. They said, you know what? I'm a fight, but not for y'all, for my granddaughter, mm-hmm. so that she could live in a godless world. Yeah. <laughs> that was spiteful. So uh, I'm trying to be better with the sound. Immediately they asked if they can make unbreakable rope. I wonder what they're going to use that for. So then we cut to Brazil, where I thought they was about to pull up on top, and I was like, "Wait, no, he he's he's in his father's nutsacks right now. He's not a uh, he's, he's not this alive. He wasn't even born yet. Yeah, he's not even a, a sparkle in his father's eye." Right, but it was unseen. Which have we seen? Was a have general seen? piece of shit. I right, remember that. Right, he, I was like remembering. Was, is like, who was he? He did bad things, but he was an asshole. I do remember he was. And he got his fucking throat slit. Like it was crazy. Oh yeah, that was wild, huh? He really didn't have much screen time. He was a villain, and he it was, was like one of the unseen. Yeah, both of them died. Damn. It was. No, unseen. Yeah, unseen dies twice, but he comes back to life on the it was boat. Weird. Right? He died on the boat, and he dies. Well, because I guess like when, when you die, autumn. When you die, you. Oh no, that's unknown though. That's not him. That's not unseen. You talking about unknown? Maybe I'm confusing things because yeah. the invisible guy it does come and and it's supposed to kill somebody and then they stop him from doing it mm. man that was a lot happened that time but yeah. that's not really the well whatever look they he's he's out he's scared he doesn't want anything to do with them uh with fuko and his team because you know he's a fucking low life and doesn't want to help anybody mm-hmm. and use he just wants to use his invisible powers to look at girls in the bathroom and and steal money from people which I, I suppose is enticing, but <laughs> I would opt for saving the world. I guess that makes me a good person. Yeah, it does actually. Congratulations. Easier said than done, though, right? Yeah. 
That could very well be me running for my life from Foucault Friends. Foucault Friends. I feel like, what y'all niggas need me for? He's a scientist. He can make y'all all invisible anyway. <laughs> he can see me right now. He can. He has technology that gets through my negator ability. That's not fair. That's true. I mean, I guess if you count clothing as technology, it blocks Foucault from using her negator ability. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, clothing, clothing is technology. Hmm. Interesting. It is. is clothing technology? Yeah. I'm going to Google that and see if it's considered technology. For sure. It's like, you know. Anyway, you, you go on. <laughs> anyway, so they're trying to catch this nigga with a butterfly net. It is hilarious. But he, he dodges, but then they corner her into, into the alley. Which was the plan all along as he runs into unavoidable. And yeah, you know, I would have gave up right there because I wasn't trying to get knocked out by a world class boxer for any cause. You know mm. what I'm saying? He runs right into him too. Yeah, like clothing a is not That's technology. Funny. It's not, it's not technology. Yes, there's, it is. There's clothing technology, but clothing is not technology. The technology in clothing. There is like when you wear those breathable Nike shirts. Yes, there's technology in clothing, but clothing is not technology. That felt good. Correcting me. I I just wanted to get all the facts, bro. I just wanted to make sure we got it right. Hey, we have a responsibility to not misinform people. I wrote it as a title anyway. Clothing (laughs) is a technology, so I guess. Well, we can't use it now. Because it's not true. Anyway, Voigtvolk stops him with his unavoidable, and he has nowhere to go. So he tries to tries to pull out a knife to stab Fugo, and she just, you know, uses judo and fucking makes him scream uncle. That's it. He yeah. adds him to the team. They added three negators just like that. One, two, three. Bang. Wow. Yeah. They got a whole squad. Got the squad. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I guess I'll get into my thoughts. Uh, I enjoyed this chapter quite a bit. I was thrown off in the beginning, like Josh mentioned before. I was like, did I skip a chapter? Yeah. Because we're suddenly in the middle here, and uh, and, and uh, Sword Girl is here. But no, it was just like a weird cold open, and... Uh, it was uh, it was really quick to get all these folks together, but I'm glad that they kept fairly unfamiliar folks, like people we haven't spent a whole lot of time with, uh, excluding uh, Ishan, uh, Unbreakable. We have a whole arc dedicated to the Unbreakable, um, but you know, using Undraw and uh, Unseen is uh, is interesting. I'm excited to see how they utilize Unseen, seeing as how he was uh, a genuine villain back in the day, from what we remember. So. Uh, I'm excited to see that. That one panel where uh, Fuko is holding Haruka is adorable. I don't know why, but uh, baby Haruka, just like the first thing I saw, thought when I saw that, I was like, she looks like what my cat Gingerbread would look like if she were human. Aww. <laughs> uh, 
That's a good cat. Yeah, she's a, she's a little sweetie. She's not in here, but she's got crippling anxiety. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I really like that uh, the little that little page there. I thought it was fucking adorable. Um, I guess uh, you got to do this. I guess you can't spend forever on uh, on recruiting your squad. Um, so you know, I I don't mind the the quick pace here and in order to get to the uh, big negator war that's coming up. Uh, I'm excited to see what, what happens next. Uh, I don't have any uh, much else to say in that regard, but I liked it a lot. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I thought there was some funny moments. I like the pacing of it. I like how they just knock out each negator one after another. So like we know we are getting into like this next little arc right here. Like we, mm. I could tell, like we're gonna have a bit of time in this jungle area. And we're gonna get a lot of background about Billy too, probably, and Telly. So, um, do I have any specific thoughts? I feel like it's been a really long time since I broke anything down in Undead, but honestly, I don't don't have much. I, you know, I wonder if there's gonna be a rivalry. Between the three girls, between Fuko, you you say, and um and un unchanged, you get her name because they were all love interest of Andy. Oh yeah, that's right? true. All of them. He was actually like married to you say. I think. I don't know. She he oh, wasn't. He no. But like, I think like she kept trying to get him to marry her. Yeah. Something like that. There was something between. And he them. was like, he was like, yeah, in the future, if I don't have another girlfriend. Gotcha. <laughs> Man, and she said, "Okay." And I was that. Yeah. Just say no, bro. Don't lead her on. Right. Piece of shit, man. Yeah. Um. Well, if that's all your thoughts, uh, I guess we could close out, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. For sure. That was uh, Undead Unluck, and that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh we're very happy for you guys to stick with us for uh, a shorter show than usual not too much shorter uh we're clocking in at about 90 minutes here where we usually get in at like two hours or so so still a lot of content for you guys i'm glad we could do that uh you could find me at the chris Aspinall on twitter and instagram uh find josh at jd cole underscore 37 uh at on instagram at new gem city josh on twitter uh, find Brian at b.esp on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Find Brian's streaming at uh, twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, follow the show itself at newjumpcity on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, comment, please, on the show what you guys thought about the chapters, about uh, about the show in general, whether it's on the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for every chapter that we cover every week. Uh, please do. That would be super cool. Uh, and while you're at it, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a subscribe. Give us a share. Share it. If you enjoy the podcast, let people know about it. Uh, comment, like, do all the things. I don't know, man. Technology is hard. The algorithm's difficult. I don't even fucking try to deal with it anymore. You guys do it. <laughs> I, You guys get the word out. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. The people who do listen every week. Uh, we very much appreciate it, even if if it's for one or two series or whatever. Uh, I, I see you and I appreciate you. It, it always brings me uh, a little bit of joy when uh, we get a bunch of watchers and listeners. So 
uh, always thankful. And uh, without for oh yeah, audio podcast as well. If you listen to audio podcasts, we're pretty much everywhere, um, and you could take us on the go. You don't have to rely on YouTube specifically. And um, yeah, with that being said, that's been our show for today. Uh, we'll see you next week where we got a lot of shit to talk about in one day. So uh, stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening.